Hard work without faith is is dead. Manifest without hard work is just a dream. Like you're you're gonna get neither. Whatever you, it is that you're you're um working towards, obviously put that in the universe where so you attract those type of things to reach that end goal. We also have to be. That's like saying, "Damn, I don't want to miss the bus, but you're not gonna run after it." <laughs> you know, that's the bus like, gonna keep going. Bro, it's gonna keep going. They don't. They're not gonna stop for you. There's so many other people that gotta get where they need to be. You're not the only person you on that ride. You're not the only person trying to get on that bus. So you that need is... to make sure you are where you need to be to get, to get on, on the bus. vehicle that's Whoa. going to take you where you need to go. Welcome back to another episode of Read the Room Podcast. As always, I'm Merv. And this is Embria. Hi. How y'all doing? Good. Good. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. Um, but um, yeah. You can take it away, Embria. Today is like your, your Oh, episode. okay. So I keep on talking about this. I've been what? talking about this for a while, how much bad advice I see come down the timeline. Oh my God. I hear people give other people. Sure. I'm like, we should probably have an episode talking about this terrible advice uh-huh. and debunking it. Not everything. I don't think that everyone means to be malicious or anything like that. It's just like, it's, it's, it's some uh, struggle advice out there. Yeah. I've seen it. I've lived through it and I'm here <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> Yes. As a survivor of bad advice. As a survivor. I feel like you get to a certain age, a certain point in your life where you don't just take everything that people tell you. You start to kind of sift through it. Uh Every person who gives advice and who talks about their experiences, they have biases of their own. They have experiences that they went through. So you have to take that into consideration. So we basically want to talk about some of the bad advice that we've received that our friends have received. Yes. We are so grateful. Y'all Shout were so, friends. Y'all were answering. Y'all were sending text messages to my sister. Yeah. Also like Shout out Sheena. Yeah. <laughs> our, our sister Sheena. <laughs> y'all people they swear I'm not related to my sister but Murphys. But yeah. anyways, cuz we look alike. Um <laughs> but yeah, we're so grateful for everyone who chimed in because this is important. Mm-hmm. We're trying to help the next generation not go through the same stuff right. that we went through. We walk so they can run, honey. Period. And today is that episode. Fly, Let's go ahead and jump into it, starting with some financial advice that have just been wretched. <laughs> okay, so um, today I saw this on the timeline. It said that T.I., Tip Harris, okay. Clifford, said, um, buy property with your government money instead of expensive clothes. And you know... <laughs> I was say, somebody had quoted it saying so where are we getting property for $1,200 <laughs> answer quickly and it's like <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the uh, question That that's not even a down payment is it no okay so Merv knows and I guess anybody who's listening now will know I'm in the process of buying a condo I close next week and honey whoop, whoop. Talking about the down payment, that's not a fee to do anything. Right. You can't even go walk through the place. <laughs> with $1,200. Like, you can't do a single thing with $1,200. So... My thing with these um, 
celebs in these. He's not even new black. He's old black because he's from the hood. What do you mean by that? <laughs> no, like seriously, with $1,200, you want me to go buy a property that I then cannot upkeep that then goes into foreclosure that <laughs> but, then fucks up my credit? But the question is still, where is that property? Where is it? Where is it $1,200? Can you even buy a $1,200 lot? What lot? What lot is that I, small? I don't. <laughs> like a parking? One, one parking spot. Can I tell you something, what? though, about downtown Chicago? To buy, you'll buy a place or you'll be trying to buy a place and the parking will not be included. And they'll say it's an additional thirty dollars to $35,000 for that parking spot. So, Clifford, tell me where. That's highway robbery. Is robbery. And they'll say, oh, here's the price. And you'll be like, that's a decent price. Like, why? They're like, oh, the parking space is an additional 30000 Okay, so yeah, Clifford, you $1,200 is not going to get Anyway, in. y'all go ahead and just pay your rent, pay off a credit card bill <laughs> right. or something. Don't, think- don't listen to this man who has to buy his wife a new car every time he cheats. Ooh. So he's not spending his money, money wisely, neither do you. New car, new ring. Yeah. New boy. What were you going to say? I'm sorry, that's what I'm the wrong way. <laughs> um... I think this could be a whole episode in and of itself, like the financial literacy and mm. things. But I think it's so interesting when people get a bunch of money, then they start telling people how to spend their money. Yeah. Like I see so much. Oh, all you need to do is just don't eat out. Yeah. All you need to do, you be going to the movies too much. Don't Girl. go to the movies or you on vacation and you don't even own a property. It's like, <laughs> what if I'm flying spirit, bro? It's $55 to and from. And the down payment is thousands and thousands of dollars. So, like, I think the takeaway about this financial advice thing is know your own situation and don't let nobody tell you how you should be spending your money and what you should be doing because you know what you can afford. Yeah. And then with property also, it's a gamble. You know, you can buy a property and then when it's time to sell, you don't sell it for nothing. Full time. So, So it's, it's... it could be a good investment or it could be a really bad investment. You just never, it's not like just like you pay this money, you get a great build, you know, building or a great home and then you sell it for three or four times the amount. Yeah. That's not always you the have case. To, you have to do your research. And I think upfront is so expensive. I'm realizing why people don't buy mm-hmm. because unless you have like hellas of thousands right. of dollars to just, oh, you, then it just doesn't make sense. So disregard. Period. Honestly, yeah. disregard Ti. Period. In 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 other contexts. Period. Well, like okay, yeah, we. Period. So okay, on the same topic of financial literacy, I seen on the penny hoarder, which is like this. They be clearly paying for ads because they be down my timeline all the time. <laughs> I'm like, bro, how are you? Here? Yeah. So um, they there was some article like as soon as you can save a thousand dollars, you should invest it, and I understand. The importance of investment. Mm-hmm. But if saving a thousand dollars for you is triumphant, you, you should, probably that's not that yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense for you to give that money away because you're okay, you have finally saved that thousand dollars, you've been working toward it, and I know we've all gotten to that point where right. a thousand like, oh I made the, When I, I seen a comma of a bank account when I was younger, I was like, Wow, bro, period. It's like, and it stay like that for very long, but <laughs> I was like, Woo. Like, it's like, okay, let me go buy something. <laughs> but that comma goes away. But when you get that first comma yeah. in your bank account, you feel good. Do not go and give that entire $1,000 to someone to invest it. Because if you do some research into investments right. and things, $1,000 is not going to get you a lot of money back. Right. And and then the, the thing about investments, too, it's like 
years upon years for you to see a return yeah, and then with right. investments also it's a huge it's like playing poker you might as well go gamble if that's the case it's yeah. basically the same concept because you don't know when the market is going to go super imagine the people who bought enron stocks whole company went belly up that's all like, people's money were gone in yeah. literal seconds yes and of course, there are more risky things and there's less risky. But if you're at the point where you're having the, okay, how risky am I going to go type like conversation and considerations, that's not when you got your first comment in your bank account. That's right. like in some time from that. So honestly, if you don't get a thrill from just risk, you probably shouldn't be investing anyway. Yeah. You just got to be super risky. Yeah. That's why yeah. you make the most amount of money if you make, take the most amount of risk but, and be prepared to lose that thousand dollars too. But that's the thing. If... Say I have thirty million dollars, right. and somebody like you wanna you wanna gamble on five of them millions. Sure, probably so. I got twenty five more where that <laughs> came from. You know, like right. it don't matter if I lose right. that five million dollars. If you have a thousand dollars and somebody like you wanna gamble on nine hundred ninety nine dollars, like <laughs> yeah. baby, you that's yeah. not that's not the way. Um, okay, and then the last one on financial advice. This is on a whole other end of the spectrum saying, spend your money. Don't worry. You'll get it back. That is probably all of our college mentors. Oh, my God. The way I have not seen a single dollar bag from college. Bro, the way I'm saying how I was spending in college, the way I never wore a dress twice. Girl. I was working new outfits, jobs, baby. Shoes, a dress. I used to shop way more back then than I do Me now. Me too. God. Because it was always like, okay, well, I'm going to get paid in two weeks. And mm-hmm. it's not like this money about to pay for my whatever in the future. Why? So let me just spend it. Note to younger self, like. Don't just spend it. And it's okay to wear that dress three weekends in a row. Who's going to fight you? Right. Just only post the pictures that look the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's what wait, I do. Wait until you get that one. Yeah, I say be mindful. When only only kind of um, aspect of my life where I do have to spend money is when I'm investing like in my business uh-huh. or when I have to like pay down bills or something yeah. like that. That yeah, because I know I will get paid in two weeks. But anything else is kind of like that's not being very smart about your money. Yeah, and I think the the whole thing about having money and having money longer is being smart about where you put it. Yes. You know, that's yeah. just my thought. Thinking back, my my college stuff. First of all, when I was working at Red Bull, I was making like fourteen dollars yeah, an hour. I loved Red Bull. That was my. We both worked yeah, as Red, Red Bull. Bull Wings at some point. It I was loved, good, baby. Good. That was. Oh my god. Oh, I was. And like, we, did you get? F- that's illegal. Oh my god. The girls aren't supposed. To- <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> the girls aren't supposed. <laughs> just act like y'all didn't hear that. Anyway, uh, I'm, um, I'm gonna bleep that out. <laughs> Did you get bleep? And then y'all are probably wondering. I'm, I'm going to get bleep that. <laughs> yeah, I got worried about that. Okay, so Red Bull was a great job and it paid very good for a college so student. So good. Thinking back though, there's no way that them Red Bull checks were going to last me until right now. But you could still be just a little <laughs> bit smarter about it. You know, But like, 14 back in that the, time, that was way beyond minimum. It still is way beyond minimum wage. Bro, but I was like, I'm rich, bro. I slang Red Bulls. Do you want some at your party? <laughs> Like I'm making over yeah, my that was a good, and you got to make your own schedule essentially. Yeah. So it's it was that was a good that was a good job. Yeah, but yeah, looking back, could have been a little bit smarter with the coins. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about professional. Let's talk about it. Okay, bad professional advice. This runs rampant 
Honestly, like... Yeah. <laughs> so, let's just start. Um, <laughs> one of them was... And again, let me just give this a caveat. Not the advice that people give you. People don't mean to be malicious, you know? They don't mean to send you off. Necessarily, some people be trying to send you off. Like, don't, no, for don't sure. get me wrong. For sure. But sometimes they mean well. So, a piece of advice that I've received and I know that others have received is... Don't wear braids to an interview or like don't wear your natural, don't all these things. And I really want to debunk that one because Mm -hmm. as much as I understand corporate America, we all understand corporate America and how white people perceive us. I think that it's important to acknowledge that if you can't be yourself in the place that you're trying to work, perhaps that's not a place for you. Yeah. Perhaps if seeing you in braids would be like, oh, yeah, no, we don't want her. Then you don't want to work there. Yeah. So I say, where would you want? With that, I agree 100%. percent but I have to play devil's advocate where I think it will disqualify you a lot because a lot of people have unconscious bias. And that's some stuff that they, they, maybe it might be even a personal thing. So with that, it's kind of like a a double-edged sword a a little bit because it could be just that one recruiter who don't like girls embrace, but everybody else might be it might be a better environment for you even professionally getting the credit on your resume yeah and by having bra- i know it's it sounds so bad but like no i mean i had this yeah. i have the same school of thought we yeah. all understand how we're perceived we all understand like the implications that come with being black we yeah. have to make so many other considerations here's what i'll say sure. i think uh somewhere in between the two would be maybe early in your career you err on the conservative side but as you get more and more experience get more and more comfortable oh, maybe yeah, for sure. like there's honestly there's no black and white to this no it's just like you want the job like it's honestly this is one thing that i have yet to implement in my life what? personally wearing brace to um interviews i've because if i wear a brace first of all they're gonna be long as ever number one <laughs> number one and it's just like I don't know what white people feel away about braids for some reason. I don't I don't know what the hell it, it's just racism. I know so how about is. your natural hair? Would In a bun. Okay, that's a bun. a bun was always my thing. It would you wear a twist a out or a puff or anything. Girl, okay. I'm not wearing no down twist out. Twi- yeah, no. Okay, so this is no. I'm this is why it. I'm so glad we're talking about this. That's hard. Yeah. Because we should be able to. We should be. We shouldn't have to think twice. I remember. Being at my firm, and my mom was like, don't get braids. Just don't. Just wait until you get your offer. I was a law student. She's like, wait until they put a ring on it <laughs> before you get the braids. Then right. you could be yourself. And I was like, you know what? I think I want to wear the braids. So I put them in, and I got my offer with braids in my head. It was like a very emotional, like, oh, this is yeah. beautiful. But it don't always It doesn't always work like out that. like that. A lot of times it don't. So I guess... Maybe this is not bad advice. I think that, this, is, this is where you have to read the room. This is... <laughs> a little bit. Read the room right here. Yes. You have to read the room. So, yeah. That's in between advice. That yeah. depends on the place advice. Yes. Okay. So, here's another in between advice. As a black woman, watch your tone. Try not to come off too angry or aggressive. This is in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So, this is another in between. Really? Because... As much as y'all clearly can understand, like me and Merv's opinions on stuff, we're very, we're very like um, we're very liberal, liberal, we're very liberal. But 
there's, again, implications that come with being a black woman. There's stereotypes that come with it. There's things that they're going to put on you before you even say a word. So what do you think? Another double-edged sword right here. <laughs> Me, personally, I don't show personality at work. Then period. Then people don't, don't they know me. Don't they, know. they don't know. Actually, Sandra shouted, shouted us on LinkedIn. Girl, the way I did not repost that or I, like I can't. that. Me either. Me either. My, okay. my coworkers are not about to find out what I do in my free time. Sounder, we love y'all. <laughs> but I seen that too and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> because, but it's, it's unfortunate that our personal lives and our professional lives have to exist yeah. so separately. But, like... Like I like I love the shout out, but like on LinkedIn, it was just kind of like I'm not going to do nothing because let's say like my boss or goes someone and goes and listens you be going to in what too. I be talking be about on in. here. But this is my personal life; they can't, you know. And I don't, it. I don't represent my work when I'm here. That's yeah. why I don't talk about my actual where I work. Yeah. So it's like if they see that and they see what I be thinking, it's like it's already hard enough being the only black girl. Then yeah. I have to, you know, kind of be. I'm already walking on eggshells as yeah. it is. And then to add that on top of this, I I, I don't much. think so. So yeah, I will say, yeah, watch your tone. <laughs> Maybe that was some good advice. <laughs> Maybe that was some good advice right there. But you know, I will say, I recently had um what my the, so the founder of our company he had a listening session with like ten or twelve black folks at my job, which says a lot already because we have thousands of employees. But um. We had a conversation, and he just wanted us to be like super, like candid, candid or whatever. That's and what I, you say I you ended up, it? yeah, ended up being super candid too. I don't know. It was something about that particular environment where I was like, okay, I can say what I want to, but in a very respectful way. Yeah. So I think when we're watching our tone, we have to um, just be mindful. Basically, sugarcoat everything you say. Okay, does that... Or the roundabout way of saying everything. That just sounds so uncomfortable. It, but it's, it is. It's our every... It, our that's our experiment. Everyday life. This is... I feel like this might be very insightful for someone who's listening who is not a black person. Yeah. Every single day when we're at work and we're jot like, you know, just living our life, we have to think one, two, three times about the things Why? that we say, the way that we say it. Even if you send an email, like say someone disagrees with you in an email... I have to so politely, so politely say, no, that's not what I wanted, or no, that's not the thing, and try not to come off like mean to the mm-hmm. extent that they might not even know they were doing it wrong. Right. Like, wait, she just you you almost yeah. have to thank them for sending you such a condescending email in order to sound thank, like you're oh not God, mad. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank for you so doing much that for pointing wrong. that out. You know what? I actually, you know, that's no. You'd be like, honestly, that's not what I was trying to say. But if I must. Yeah. You can't really say that. That's only translate well in email. Oh. Or a per my last email. Or add a haha lol or a smiley face or emoji and that shit. I hate a per my last email. Those are fighting words. Yeah. And I had to use that on somebody once. Per so. my last email? Because he was emailing when I was on vacation. And my um um my vacation email thing he was on. And he kept emailing me. You're like, per my last email. And he I'm told me. And he t- and he, what really ticked me off was he said he was going to reach out to my manager. I still didn't respond that whole time I was away. When I came back, then I was like. As you can see from my out of office email, I was, was not, not okay, here. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So that was the only time I really had to do that. Any fair. other time is just like you. Any other time is like condescending. It's like you could just go copy and paste or like right. Or I also don't like the concept because people say per my last email I said this other thing. It's like 
I'm not dumb. So if I didn't get that from your last email, then perhaps you should have reworded it. Perhaps <laughs> it wasn't clear, you right. know, because I'm, I can read. Right. I seen t- your last email. Right. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Okay. More professional advice. Oh, this is deep. Okay. Don't follow whatever your path is because there's too many mm. or it's hard to get a job. I heard that one so much. Going to law school, it was like, there's so many lawyers. There's just too many lawyers. You're just not going to get a job. The The market is too saturated, blah, blah, blah. So I'm hearing this, hearing this, hearing this. And then I learned like 4.8% of lawyers are black. It's like, so it's too many white lawyers. <laughs> right. And there's not going to be no room for me, a black lawyer. Right. This it's like... So if anything, it's... Like you said, black lawyers only have 4.8% of the market share. That's nothing. That's, you see, when a big company sees 4.8, that's not enough for them. They want that 100. So that's that's a big old playing ground in my in my line of view, in my vision. That's a big playing ground for you. Yeah, 4.8%. You know how many of these firms need a diversity hire? Uh, All of them. Uh, uh, and so. some of people, we're competent. Yeah. Like, we're smart. We're good. We can do it. But imagine I had listened to that. Oh, yeah, that's true. I shouldn't be a lawyer because right. there's too many lawyers. Then I wouldn't be where I am right now. Right. So that was not that was not good advice for me. But maybe to for a white someone. average boy, that might be. And oh, this is no, not- that's not even meant for them. Because when I tell you them white average boys, child, apply for all types of things that they are not <laughs> qualified for. But guess what? They going to get in. They going to get it. Well, then maybe that, so that's bad advice across the board. That's bad advice. Don't follow your path. And also, no, don't listen to that. Also, there being a lot of lawyers every day, I'm sure somebody retires. A new case arises. Someone dies. Like a new law firm. Yeah. It's it's always going to be a rotation of things. That's why with the whole market being, the market really truly is never saturated. For, and then there's also, niches yeah within the market so yeah. it's not like everybody's doing the exact same, same type of, of thing yeah. there's so many niches there's some you know you can one day open up your phone it only caters to women of a certain you know um community or something yeah. there's so many different ways yeah. you can kind of shake things so don't let people tell you that the market is too saturated it's not yeah i feel like as long as there's laws there need to be <laughs> lawyers okay um okay let's see Go straight to a four-year college. Yeah. There's one. I feel like yeah. going to junior college had like a negative connotation, especially I feel like in the first generation community. Yeah. It's like you're going to college, like you going to do it. Don't go to junior college because people thought that if you went to junior college, it meant you didn't get into a four-year right. college, I think. That was a bad advice, honey. I would have said. Or that you were poor. Or that you were poor. Plot twist, we were. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> what about these loans? <laughs> <laughs> so we were poor. <laughs> And we should have went was, to junior college. It was all for show. Mm-hmm. To say that you, you, went, you went to college. I need the money that would have been saved. Oh, I think about that all the time. I would have been at junior college. Ooh. I would have rolled that to the wheels fell off, honey. Maybe I would, I would have went from junior college to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. I... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for real. That that is such a. I don't even know, man. I don't know why. I do know why for money they push that on us, but it's kind of like it's smarter to go the junior college route. Get those pre. Remember we were having our prerequisite uh, our college conversation. I'm just like them two years. Child, 
waste. Half like a good fifty fifty five percent of my credits a waste, in my opinion. <laughs> a waste, in my humble opinion. On the similar topic of um, junior college and things like that, someone said that a piece of bad advice that they received, and I think a lot of us receive this, is, and I'm jumping down one. Um, you need to know what you want to do with your life by junior year of high school. That is so accurate and weird. Why are we like that? Why it's why? so traumatizing? Bro. It's so stressful. Why do y'all parents, adults, people beyond us tell us all this crap at freaking 16, 17 years old? That's scary. You, I remember, okay, so you go to high school and you just geek to be out of eighth grade. Like, <laughs> if I'm at high school, then you do sophomore year, then it's like, okay, whatever. Then junior year, they're like, so what do you want to be? Right. For the rest of your life. It's like, uh, for the rest of my yeah because you need to know right now so that you can apply to colleges with those programs it's like um what? like I was just if on the playground <laughs> my thing ago. with that is like if they want if that's the way they want to do things sure make high school worth our time oh high school was a waste high of time you cannot tell me otherwise what the hell did I learn in high school yes Oh my God, my auntie is in education and she was like, you should bring me on the podcast to talk about educational things. And I'm like, we'll try, when we start to have guests, we'll try and make it work. But I'm so interested from the perspective of someone who's in charge of curriculums. Yeah. What's the purpose of a lot of that stuff? Can we change it? Right. How quickly can we change it? Because first first thing we get rid of is PE. (laughs) Okay, let's get rid of it. Honestly... Exercise is good. Fun fact. Okay, if you want to. Honestly, I just walked all of PE. I didn't do anything. And if I could, I would sit down. Oh, I liked PE. PE was for the the boys that would want to hoop and play dodgeball and soccer, that type of thing. It was boring. I went to an all-girl high school. I was in there competitive. Okay, I went to a mixed public school. (laughs) I went to a mixed public school. It was... Girl, only time I really participated was during the pacer test because we had to participate in order to like pass. But you know what? I'm, well, I was I'm sitting there playing volleyball. Girl, sometimes you don't want to do that. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. You know what? It would be interesting if... I think high school would be more productive in general if it operated a little bit more like adult life. Yeah. So what if they had like yoga classes? Oh. Or like, you know, little biking classes. Like a little, a little community. Thing, like a community. Oh, that see, Ooh, that I, I just would come like. up with something? Oh, let's open up a school. Wait, I'm serious. Yep. All right, read the room school. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a Stay fire tuned. school, though. No, yeah, I think that it should emulate adult life a little bit more because you leave high school and don't know nothing. You, okay, I remember we talked about this before applying for loans for college. Yeah. And me and my mom, damn near fighting. Like, like uh, I don't know what. Why didn't we learn that in high school? Why didn't we learn anything about loans, mortgages, car payments, rent? Like, I didn't have credit, credit, all of that. I didn't have a sense of any of that in high school. And I left knowing algebra, barely. Then I never used it ever again in my life. History. I liked history, though. I took math maybe one semester. No. One freshman year. That was the last time I took math. I didn't take math ever again. In college? Yeah, I did all my, my math requirements back then. Oh, okay. See, economics and stuff? Oh, yeah. To finance, accounting? Oh, yeah, those are math one day. 
Well, I'm talking like pure math. Actual math. Yeah. yeah. I never use actual math. Oh, wait. I took the rest of it was just um, like, adding and subtracting and this and that and percentages. But, but imagine being in high school and you're learning like that stupid math or whatever. And mm-hmm. you're also learning about the economy. And you're learning accounting and how to balance books and stuff the like voting that. voting process and just stuff that's important. things. High school was a waste of time. They need to structure it in a way that makes sense for... 18 year olds to plan the rest of their lives yes until they do that i mean we're all going to be screwed it's just they just screw kids over honestly that's what they do you guys screw kids over but honestly can't even get mad because look who runs the country look who the department of uh the what's it called the secretary of education yeah look at who that is yeah they clueless we got people with zero brain cells they clueless telling us how to run our kids lives and what they should and shouldn't be taking yeah doesn't make sense and this system is not new it's been wrong for a very long time so to make any change in this country you gotta dim your bus windows and all this you know yeah we need to renovate as long as we do we legitimately don't even need to renovate we just need to buy a new lot build from the ground up let's start over (laughs) beyonce voice okay last one on this professional career um let's see oh a gap year Oh, I would have loved a gap year. Okay, I'm the opposite. You know, you didn't want a gap year? I didn't want a gap year. I would have loved it. I, most people say there should be a gap year between, think you think between high school and college or between? High school and college. Do you think that if high school was more productive, you would feel the need for a gap year? Like if you were in high school, like living like a young adult. And if high school jumped... was more productive, it'd be two years, number one. We don't okay, need, period. We don't need four years. Yeah, yeah. And you'd probably just be able to go th- all the way through. Yeah. But imagine being in school from the time you're three to 18. Then you got to go for four more years and maybe two more years after that. Maybe four more years after that if you want to get your PhD. Bro, that is not attractive at all. You need, not, yes. mentally, you need to take a break. Yes. To learn, and also to learn about the world. When we're in high school, we don't really have a lot of rain on our lives. We we're don't. living under our parents' roof. Yes. We can't, can't, you know, can't really, a lot of us can drive, but some of us can't drive. You don't have, like, you can't rent a car. You can't do a lot of things. That's so, true. how the hell are you going to tell someone that can't do shit that this is what they're going to do for the rest of their life? <laughs> You need to explain, like, like even when people do a study abroad and stuff like that, they get a different perspective. Their whole mind changes down. They want to do something else when they come back. So Staying I think, a, yes. So I think a gap year would be hella useful for people. I just wish that one capitalism didn't rule everything exists. because a gap year is not feasible. Yeah, for a lot of people, like even me thinking of going into law school, it's like, okay, should I take a gap year and like try and find a job? I'm about to have to start paying off these loans. What's the job going to be? What's the purpose of the job? I got advice to take a gap year. And I thought that for me, that was bad advice because it was not feasible. Yeah. If somebody was like, take a gap year, I'm going to give you $60,000 to just go travel and do what you want. I'd be like, gap year it is. But if in that in-between year, it's like, all right, start paying off the loans. It's like, no, I'm just going to keep on with this. Right. Well, I think after college is different, but between high school and college, college okay, 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 that's okay. when it's like you even before you sign on for that loan. Let me figure out a little yeah, one or two things. Let me see if I can, you know, maybe even try to get an internship because you already graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of thing. I think it gives you more of a grasp yes. on things, and that's when people can really dedicate their time to researching and 
different jobs or different majors, that type of stuff. You have all this time on your hands that you really don't have in high school because you're in school from seven to about three. Then you have sports and stuff like that. And you got X amount of uh, hours of homework. And if you have a job on top of that, it's really not feasible for you to be thinking of stuff outside of that. And summer is for you because you're a kid. It's true. You do that. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, tomorrow you need to know what you're going to do for the rest of your life. So start Literally, it right now. It's like, when, you are, when you're applying, you need to know what yeah. you're going to be doing for the rest of your like, life. So in your doing, like when you're doing your entrance, like paperwork, it's like, so what's your major? What? I don't know. What do you mean what's my major? And then, okay, again, from the first generation perspective, like, so what are the options for this? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, what's my major? What are the things that I can be? Right. I've only seen so many things, you know, and they're right. not here. Yeah, I'm the first one. So, yeah. Okay. Um, rounding out one more careerish professional thing is to focus on school and give less attention to creative endeavors. Boo. We've talked about this. Like, Terrible I advice. Dance on for Beyonce. Terrible be advice. Jeez. Designing clothes. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think adults don't want kids to be happy. <laughs> Change my mind. I know I'm not wrong. That's but change my ball. I think that. Adults want their kids to be what they want it to be. Right. And I think that regardless if that means happy or whatever, I think that adults who are financially free are probably less strict parents. Yep. They don't require as much because it's like, okay, I lived my life and I did all that I wanted to do mm-hmm. and I'm happy with it and now you go do yours. Right. If that wasn't the case, then it's like, okay, could you go do yours and a little bit of mine? And your auntie wanted a little bit of that, too. <laughs> you know, it's just like... That's why when we get degrees, we say it's for our family. Oh. Because they forced us to be here. This <laughs> is <laughs> getting sad. real. And the thing about that is like, how can you force me to be something you want to be? You ain't never been and You don't know what it's like to be it. You don't know what type of stresses and struggles that come with. So you're pushing this life on someone that you you, don't even, you don't know, you don't know. So I think that's highly unfair um, to completely disregard someone's creative, someone's natural gift. Yeah. That gift could pay off one day, you know, pay off for the entire family. But But people think about it that way. And I think, again, another symptom of capitalism is we see certain things that make money. Like, okay, that that's a sure shot. If you go right. be a doctor, that's a sure shot. You're going to make some money. So you're going to push them to go toward that thing because you don't want them to struggle and you want them, you know, to be financially fulfilled or whatever. There's a gray area when it comes to other things. Like, I'm going to be a rapper. You see that there are successful rappers out there, but it's like, not well, as accessible. it's not as accessible and you don't know what the chances are. And, you know, it's just so much more to consider. Low, low key, when it, it's... Probably less financially, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like tolling? Yeah, being a rapper than it is into med school. Oh, undoubtedly. All those, bro. <laughs> and the bigger payoff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point you make. Like you could go to undergrad and go to medical school and pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for that yeah. education. And you Wait, hundreds of rap. thousands just for med school. You still got to pay for undergrad, too. That's a, throw another hundred thousand on And there. you could rap for free. So 
I'm not saying rap. So this time is what thirty dollars an hour. Let me just, let me tell you something. I'm gonna around. We about to rap, and me and him, I must be doing the chorus. Whole time, I always say my kids are definitely gonna make music, and I'm gonna be that girl on the voice and they're like, "Honey, call me back." I'm ready. That's gonna be me for real, for real. Like I feel it's honestly find more financially feasible to support creative dreams than it is those educational dreams yeah like to be quite honest and it's nice to say like go go be it my parents really wanted me to be an engineer like go do that like okay so what about these loans (laughs) like who's handling that like for real all right moving on to the next topic next topic is mental health and spirituality Ew. i can feel (laughs) you don't like that no, just keep it. <laughs> keep it. Are you sure? Yep. All right, whatever. Now I'm going to do it again because I feel like you didn't like that. That was funny to me. Okay. okay. You keep this whole thing, you guys. This is how it goes on. <laughs> like, ugh. We probably need to do it behind, behind, uh, behind the scenes clips. Oh, yeah. Just put a bunch of it together. Oh, yeah. Coming soon. It's going to be my tattoo feature. Oh, okay. Anyways, back to (laughs) mental health and spirituality because mine is being tested right now. Anyways, obviously, you already know when it comes to mental health and spirituality, bad advice runs rampant. In the black community. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Anyways, the, the, the first one, I'm pretty sure we've all heard this, is that therapy is only for crazy people. Figure it out on your own. The world doesn't wait for the weak, only the strong survive. That is some, bro. Some there's yes. such a There's such a negative connotation and a stigma in the black community about going to therapy. And baby, we need it. We, we need, need it. it. Bad. Oh my God. Especially Loki coming from parents. But they be the main source of trauma. I think it's so interesting when you talk to parents and they're like, oh, this happened to me. And that happened to me. And I didn't like it. And then you're just sitting there like, so what do you think <laughs> happened to me? <laughs> because no one can, you know, if you haven't processed your own trauma, right? you can't see anything that anyone else does. Mm-hmm. And if, like, for example, if my uh, issue or trauma or complaint or whatever pales in comparison, I'm going to just shut up, okay? Because it's not even worth right. back and forth. But yes, you did do that. Or, <laughs> you know, it's not even worth it, but... Yeah, everybody should go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I think it comes like really from a lack of understanding, even like in like African families. Mm-hmm. Oh my! What's it like? God, what they be on? I told my mom that her and my brother needed to go to therapy because they be like button heads. Like, and, you know, I grew up with her, so I, I completely get where my, my brother's coming from. But my brother's also could be an asshole sometimes. But I'm just like, y'all should just go to therapy just to talk it. I'm only got defensive like she got offended like she's like i'm the mom and this i'm like ain't nobody say you ain't the mama you the mom for sure is that the i don't know if that's just black or cross-cultural but i swear my mom's favorite thing to do is remind me that she's the mom yeah bro i know yeah it's just like it's like we ain't even talking about that (laughs) you on the wrong chapter baby okay let's go ahead and turn back a couple pages (laughs) because we know we not right there but that's i think deep like digging a little deeper into the statement itself that's their way of establishing authority yes like 
I'm the mom. You can't tell me that I need Ooh. therapy. You can't give me suggestions about me. I'm the one who had you. I'm the one who Ooh. raised you. That's And that's their sentiment. And me and my mom have had that conversation. Yeah. I'm like, I'm an adult now. Yes. And we can be friends. <laughs> but like, you don't have to always remind me that you're the mom because I know. Yeah. And it's like, your opinion does not reign higher or of more value than yeah. mine does mm-hmm. now that I'm Ooh. grown. That's an important conversation to have. With yeah, you. I had that with my okay. mom too. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. She she started getting so dramatic talking about <laughs> it pains my heart, girl. Go to therapy. Go fix it in therapy, girl. Stop it being so hard. Yeah, I couldn't even take it seriously because I'm like, okay, now you're just being dramatic for no reason. I'm trying to have like a neutral conversation. She said, oh, my heart. Right when I when I don't listen to her, I'm like, yeah, because I have a brain on my own. Yeah. I and, think that's difficult for parents yeah. to come to grasp. Like with, wow! I had this kid, and now she thinks her own stuff. <laughs> like now, my opinion is not her yeah, opinion. It's like, and yeah, parents, no. like you said, parents love to say that they're the parents to build up authority. And it goes back to my point. I said this. I don't know what episode that was when I said that parents. Some people become parents just to have power over someone love else. Language. Yeah, just have power over someone else. And it's like you can't keep reminding someone that. They're the child, or you did this. You were supposed to. You wanted to have a child, right? You know, Bro. in most cases, you wanted this lifestyle, Bro. so you can't be, you can't be now picking and choosing yeah. when you want. It's like, yeah. uh, duh, girl, you're the mama because you want to be here. I, oh. <laughs> my mom had told me she was like, "We're about to get the bathroom redone. We are gonna have to come stay with you for a couple weeks." I was like, "I'm screaming, not a couple." <laughs> right? She was like, "But you've been here," and I'm like. You're my mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to. This like, is your job. I, yeah. You, and I literally said, you chose that. I didn't choose this. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, something some parents need to Yeah. Do. I say everybody and, go to therapy. Um, I've been going to therapy for two years. And it's honestly been the best decision that I've ever made for myself. I'm going to start. To be quite honest. Let me tell you something. All of 2019, all I did once a week was cry. Yeah. It was that. Yeah. It was that. Sometimes I went twice a week and cried. So. You're talking about in therapy. Yeah, 2019. That was me. I feel like and I used to go during my lunch break, y'all. Imagine. <laughs> Come back <laughs> back they already, you the only black girl there. They're like, she really be going through. <laughs> you know, those, that's you know. hilarious. Yeah. I feel it's, like it's, me and my therapist would probably be laughing. Really? That's, that's, that's how I imagine. Yeah, like, that my is, you are very like. Even if it's sad, it's like. That's yeah. <laughs> remember my birthday thing? My birthday Zoom call? I'm like, you're just like, why is everybody crying? You're like, shh. I, 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 okay, I'm not a not emotional person. Uh huh. But crying in public, I'd be crying to myself. <laughs> I get the tears off though, don't worry. I can cry in front of my friends, but like only my girlfriends though. I don't like to cry in front of anybody else. Maybe I'll cry next episode, you guys. <laughs> Shut Let's up. Give it some razzle dazzle. Anyway, go okay. to therapy. It's not for crazy people. We all need it. Agreed. Okay, so on that point, another piece of advice is that men shouldn't cry or express emotions. I think we've covered it. Guys. Yeah, because then it falls on us women. I just, oh my God. There are we so, bear that. So, bro, there's a lot of issues romantically that people go through that they wouldn't go through if their dude mm. had been in therapy. Have a nice cry. <laughs> have a go, go have a nice cry in therapy. Don't run to the other chick. Just go cry in <laughs> therapy. I no, she probably ruined her life too. Oh, anyways, um, 
But yeah, just go and talk out. And I think that the the blanket rule should be just go to therapy because you yeah. don't even necessarily know what you could use it for. You don't know what your traumas are. You don't know the things that you're projecting onto other people. Like, yes. say I'm telling someone, oh, you're acting like this. And they're like, no, I'm not. Or you're the problem or whatever. Perhaps there's something deeper yeah. that you could chip away at. Yeah. But you won't know if you don't go to And the therapist be asking questions like, so sweet and nice. And then you just be like, hold on one second. I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, give me, give me one second. Cut the cameras. Girl, I be like, child, every time I feel about to cry, I'm like, woo. Yeah. I just kind of hold my eyes. I'm like, girl, you did not have to ask that question. You know damn well. That's hilarious. Okay. Therapy, therapy, therapy. Um, Okay. Another piece of advice. And one of my friends got so deep into it. I would just say her her name because I know she won't mind. Iman. She said a piece of bad advice in the black community is just pray on it. Or God got it. And you know. I feel like this is a way deeper conversation, but <laughs> the the over-reliance on God, God slash luck slash chance, that's that's not the best advice. Let me tell you one thing about God, and he gonna make you go through it every single time. You can't just be like, oh my God, God's gonna, you know, God may not get you through that. You that, might have to pull yourself that's, through that. That was her, and that was her entire point. Like, you can't just rest on your. I don't know why people say this. Rest on your laurels. I don't know what that does. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, it means like just chill, just rest uh, on whatever your laurels is. I mean, of course, they somebody can. know. But um, that's that's on the same um, wavelength as this manifest thing. And don't get me wrong. Again, manifestation is powerful. Mm-hmm. Prayer is powerful. But that is not to say substitute hard work out if, yeah. for prayer and manifestation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should work just as hard mm-hmm. and supplement it with, you know, putting good things into the universe right. and praying. But yeah, prayer, what is it? Hard work without faith is, is dead. Manifest without hard work is just a dream. Like you're you're gonna get neither whatever you it is that you're you're um working towards obviously put that in the universe where so you attract those type of things to reach that end goal. But you also have to be that's like saying, damn, I don't want to miss the bus, but you're not gonna run after it. <laughs> you know that's the like, bus gonna keep going. Bro, it's gonna keep going. They don't they're not gonna stop for you. There's so many other people that gotta get where they need to be. You're not the only person you on that ride. Not the only person trying to get on that bus. So you that need is... to make sure you are where you need to be. To get, to get on, on the bus. vehicle that's Whoa. going to take you where you need to go. That period. That was some next level stuff. It's true. That's I just like that. that was that was good on the spot. Thank you. Okay, that's like you're waiting for the bus and you're at home. Okay, you didn't even so go to the bus stop. The bus. You in the bed, like dang, the bus ain't even. But you know what? God gonna get me there. <laughs> God, like, girl, I'm sorry, I'm just talking. in what you say? God is like, what you mean? I brought you the bus <laughs> on why time. Didn't, why didn't? Why and I got you, you the, the app, stop? so you know what time the bus comes. Period. What more do you want God to do? You got the bus track. Same with manifesting. You just can't be like, oh my God, at 11 11, I'm going to manifest, you know, me getting $30 million. Okay, you need to do $30 million actions. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do for the 30, $30 you know, million? Every, you just have to always be walking. I mean, I feel like a lot of times we give ourselves those like things because. We're all we're all in this kind of mindset, like we're deserving, and you know we're deserving of, of a great life and all that. We can, we can claim that all we want. <laughs> we sure can. 
<laughs> we have free will. We can do that. Yes, <laughs> but yes. I but think what separates being good, being great and good, or is, good and great, whatever, is whether you show up to the bus stop or not. Honey. Yeah. Ooh, and I feel like this speaks deep to millennials. Yeah. Because everybody think that they the one. I'm that one. Who <laughs> look? I didn't even have to wake up. The bus is going to. Pull up to my front door, darling. The bus driver gonna come outside, knock on the door. Come in, take you from under the covers. Let's let's get in the shower, honey. What what outfit do you want? I'm gonna wait for you outside. Whenever you're ready, just come on down. Yeah. That's not how it works. It's not a chauffeur. And millennials start to get into that mindset like y'all not even y'all not even rocking with me. You not rocking with you. How can we rock with you if you're not rocking with you? Period. Last but not least, y'all know our favorite topic to talk about is relationships Ooh. between friends, family, romantic. I feel that. like we do a very good job of that. We'll be like relationships and then we'll talk about romance yes. like then talk about family and yes. friends. Because those are very important. They're all important, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. So, some bad advice. This is so funny. This came from one of my friends. Okay. In order to make somebody feel bad for losing you or for doing you dirty... Ooh. You need to go find somebody new and rub it in their face. This was some like early, in, she, somebody gave her this advice early in college, like 18, 19, just yeah. straight sent her off. Yeah. I've learned now that I'm older. Okay. Um, People don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> like That is all it comes down to. People, people, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, people don't care. They don't care. Like, what? Someone did you, if somebody did you dirty or whatever the case may be, it's like, you know what? He didn't even know what he had in me. No. He definitely he had, baby. He, he knew what he had and he didn't care. Some And sometimes, and I'm learning this every single day, sometimes it's not about you. Yeah, like somebody, it's about them. It's about them. Sometimes somebody does you dirty or they put you in a situation that's weird or whatever. And it's like, well, what did I do? Like, where did I go wrong? You might not have went wrong. Chances are you didn't go wrong. Yeah. It just is like... Not what if I was just saying, people don't care, yeah. Um, so yeah, you have to learn to not take things personally. That's one of the four agreements not taking things personally. Really, what are the other ones? Um, be impeccable with your words. I forgot the other two, okay. But yeah, don't take stuff personally. I look, this is a every single day, it's like, but and it's like, it's not about you. You are your best self. You're working on you. Yeah. You know what? People honest sometimes people just lose you because they know they can and they can get you back. That's and people who thrive on this statement are usually the people that people can get back. How do I know that I've been there? Self drag. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that the person tell me. Like for example, in like a romantic relationship, like <laughs> The thing about men is, yeah, they're stupid, but they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly. If you exactly. keep telling the dude, I'm going to leave, I'm going to do, 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 he going to let you go. Mm-hmm. How many times when you tell somebody that, they actually be like, no, don't go. They're like, all right, I'll see you next week. Literally, because they know <laughs> you're not going anywhere. That you're, you're By letting someone else have control of your emotions, you're putting the ball in their court. It's true. Where, and from there, they, they have the next play, so yeah. you don't... You lose control, it's and they true. know that, and they, they use that, that to the advantage. Very manipulative. But I mean, so, you should never put the ball in their court. It's very okay. Ooh. So you're preaching, yeah. It is. I learned from experience. It's it's manipulative, but like 
Ugh. Yeah, those situations are just are so hard. Yeah, yeah, it is manipulative. But you, like I said, you put yourself there. You have to be very. The only person you can control is you. That okay? That's why whenever, whenever you ask Merv, like, oh, so what should I do? It's like get out the gym. <laughs> Get out the gym yesterday. Yes. Are you still in the gym? Why Just... didn't you get out the gym? Because, like you said, all you can control is you. And if you stay in muddy waters, the waters are not going to clear up. They know who you are. Yep. They know what you have to offer. They know your personality. They know if they love you enough to treat you yep. accordingly yep. or not. not. And if they chose to not, then it's like, wait, but maybe, maybe tomorrow. Maybe if I tell him that it really hurt my feelings. Or maybe, maybe if, if I, I said it made me fair. Maybe if I drop this pick, or maybe if I oh, yeah, I accomplish the, this win. Bruh, do that shit for yourself. They don't the, care because they see you in your face. In their face, like in real life. Like spite okay. Come on now. Spite doesn't work, period. <laughs> period. I think that, that anyone suggesting be spiteful. Oh yeah, post that he's gonna really that's really gonna that's get him. Really gonna get the whole time he don't follow you. And or he's seen you. <laughs> It's like post that picture, just like showing cleavage. He's been in your house. He's seen your body, like that. Unless he's that simple minded, right? Which it it usually doesn't work. And if that's what causes them to come back, probably shouldn't be chasing after that. So the answer would be stay or go. I need to. And and the thing about that to make it work, it has you have to do it the first time. You can't do it the second time or the third. Because once you give him that that first comeback, it's pretty much dead after that. It's like, okay, yeah, I can treat you however. I can do whatever. I could mess with your friends. I could all this stuff and you're still going to... Ooh, and it's difficult because for some people you have a soft spot. For some people you have that history. You have that love. You really want it to work, but... Someone doesn't respect you. What you want is not always what you need. And you're not always going to get what you want because it's not what you need. Period. And, and, we, and we always say people are in your life for a season or a reason. Come on now. Let's start letting people go the first time. It's hard. It's easier said than done. But if we're trying to live more quality, intentional lives... We gotta we gotta talk that talk yeah. and walk that walk. My mom always says that when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And if you're like an empathetic person like me, it's like, oh no, they grew. No, they you're change. not empathetic. You're not empathetic. You're insecure. Yeah, I don't think. Yes, you are. You're not empathetic. You're insecure. If you're giving someone a chance, yes. Tell someone me. okay. Someone drag, who drag, someone who drag. someone who did you bad. Someone, girl, <laughs> we are not God, okay? I feel like God has is only, or Jesus has only, are the only people who can do that. The rest of us, we deal with other humans with the same amount of free will. You're okay, not empathetic, so you're, you are secure. You can be empathetic towards kids, towards friends, and maybe even family, but not in romantic relationships. Okay, to so everyone else out there like me who felt like, oh my gosh, I'm just so forgiving. I'm such for- an empath. It's no, just, you have a low self-esteem. Were we not ready for honesty tonight? Oh. Well, this is a drag of the century. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, saying, I'm saying all this because I've been there. Like, when people drag you to your lowest point, then it's not. Like, you, can, not you have forgiveness. to. Forgiveness is just 
you, you just don't see yourself. Dumb, you thirsty, all of that stuff. And that it's okay to be that way. <laughs> it is truly okay because you have to really you're laughing, but I'm serious. It's no, okay. I, no, it's I, okay I'm to here be, with you. You have to walk in those emotions. You you have to walk through them. You can't walk around them. They're always they're always gonna keep coming back around. You have to walk through it. Okay? And get to get to that next level. Okay, so this is a drag for forgiveness Twitter because um You can forgive people, you ain't without, gotta get back together. Okay, now you ain't gotta get back together. Yes, yes, yes. If that's what y'all talking about, I'll give you guys an impact. Just, but if y'all going back, y'all insecure. Okay. And got low self esteem. That's very deep. Like I'm telling you, I've been I've been to all these places before. It does not feel good. And this is why I might as be in therapy amongst other things. You learn a lot. <laughs> you learn a lot. <laughs> So is that okay? Is that your one, one size fits all? If you keep going back to anybody, regardless if they did you dirty or whatever the case may be, the only answer for the reason that you went back is insecurity. What else can it be? Because how many times have you? I mean, but think about like friends that you've known who've gone back to a guy who's uh-huh. given a guy their umpteen chance. Yeah, have they ch- changed? Did they change? I've known some who kind of did. The one percent, you know, okay, out of the one percent, the one percent. But I think that, and those are usually led with what actions? Actions. Some of the people that come back, hey, no, this is not a single action. It's just just a text. It's like I'm back, and you're just like, what okay. are we doing this time? Right. Okay. Is there no? Is there no level of love? Like, oh my gosh, I just have such strong feelings for you, this person. Yeah, you, you you can love people. Yeah, for sure. What does that have to do with what I'm saying? I'm trying to get to the... Okay, there's plenty... There's so many people who take people back. And you think that's always just because they themselves are insecure. Most of the time. Because I don't see a reason why you would sit through the first time someone treating you bad. Like, oh yeah, they gonna change. They ain't do shit, but they gonna change. Well, change my mind. Guys. If everybody has, a, I I led mind. this with Merv is like get out the jam. <laughs> yeah, because I should have been telling myself to get out the jam. So now that I'm out the jam, okay. But I always, I have, girls. of course, I have to play devil's advocate on this. I think that mm-hmm. sometimes people change. Sometimes yeah. people show you with actions that they've changed. Yeah. It's not always stupid to go back. It just is usually. <laughs> if there is an action. If there's an action, I will say I'm going to be positive. If someone's showing Tread you, um, lightly. I'll say that. Tread okay. lightly. That's a fair medium. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is just outlandish. Okay, be, befriend your current dude or girl or whatever. Thems. Um, ex. So that you know if they're still messing around. That's some str- that's That's some 14-year-old advice. Yeah. That's like, ooh, girl, dumb. text her and be like, hey, girl, you want to This is something out? I'm going to sleep over with 10 other 10-year-olds. Yeah, that's totally real advice. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, this one's deep. Because a person financially provides for you, you should subject yourself to their toxic behaviors. So I feel like as... Did my mom go right there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got enough No, I think that that speaks to, like, the older generation's mindset. Yeah. Like, as long as the bills are paid, then you don't have nothing to complain about. As long as you have a roof over your head. that whole, As long as you have a man. Period. <laughs> it's, like, very survival-based. Yeah. And there's no very, very, it's giving hunters and gatherers. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> she did not say blah 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 barbarians. Okay, so um, yeah, we don't really have incentive to be around for finances anymore. I feel like it's played uh-uh. out to the to the like, okay, women couldn't barely make money, right. even though we still only make like seventy cents to the dollar. Right. Man, another conversation for another, another day. day. But um, yeah, there's no incentive. Like, okay, yeah, he pays my bills. But you know what I wonder sometimes? What? You be seeing like the little like celebrity chicks, like the basketball player and their chick, and they clearly have millions and millions of dollars. Do you think that our sentiment about this would change? Do you think that people put up with more? When there's more money oh on the God. line. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. we see it. Yeah. So we see it all the time. Until that's the case, I'm saying, don't stay. <laughs> <laughs> until it's not $100 million on the table. Child, okay, because, you know, money will change your opinion. You're like, well, I could take a punch or two. <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, like, as long as he only got two other chicks, it's not, like, three. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... That's awesome. Yeah, like you said, it's from an, another, another period time. of time where we could not work. Now you're seeing more and more women as head of household. Honestly, when I grew up, most of my friends and me grew up in households where our parents or our mothers were head of households. Mm-hmm. So it's like we've seen what it is. We've seen what men actually quote unquote provide. So not the quotes, not the air quotes. quote unquote provide. <laughs> and I hate when, um, when men even like when someone will ask their, their wife or their girlfriend to stop working to be like a I, house girlfriend. I think that's house. very controlling. Uh-huh. That's so, controlling. that's really all it comes down to. Why else would you want? Unless to they the themselves house? wanted to give that up to, you know, tend to other things or like they can't work maybe. Yeah. What would be the incentive if there's any man with millions of dollars listening, huh? <laughs> Let us know why you would ask someone to stop working. What, what's so, what's going on at the house every day, all day that she needs to be there? I don't know. And a lot of times, these men be successful, so they don't even be home. Like you said, it's a control. Keep, oh, keep like, you in check. Look at my wife. Mm-hmm. To keep you in check. This is why you got to read them prenups, ladies, before and you, you should, sign them. And you should have one, period, regardless. Yeah, even if you have nothing, protect your nothing. Yep. Um, okay, so we know Merv's opinion on books one. Yep. Stick it out with the person and the ring will come eventually. So the sentiment is like, oh yeah, just let him be young and do him right now. Like, just wait around until he, until he realizes that, that you're, you're that girl. You're, at, you're that girl. Whole time, if he didn't realize that you were that girl when he had you, then it's... Then yeah, this is also a very dumb sentiment. And it's very um, annoying. And for some reason, it puts the responsibility on the woman. That's, to that's, stay. Yeah, it's a reoccurring up. theme in a lot of these. We have to carry the burden. Oh, my gosh. Of every single thing. Yeah. When are we going to catch a break? Yeah. A lot of these things are cut and dry. They either love you and will marry you or they will not marry you. And they still love you, but they just won't marry you. There's no need to like let me just stick around and just mm, let's just keep the scene. La di da di da. Maybe one day he'll Stay get available. a ring. Yeah. What? Yeah. And who wants to be that girl who waited around like okay you had all your thrills and just you're gonna wake up the next day you a common law wife. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Cause that's not recognized. It's just like a whatever. So, it's a, you a girlfriend wife. 
So as Merv always says, get out of the don't job. if you're, if you're sticking it out with a person, obviously to me it's it's saying that you guys aren't communicating. You're sticking it out, hoping for something that you not, guys that you guys haven't talked about. It's or you could be talking. You could have talked about something, and they just their actions just not. Like you'd be like, oh yeah, we're gonna be together, and he's like, okay, well here's my new baby mama. Okay, here's my girlfriend. Okay. Oh, where do you fit into? So it's just like Why? if someone's words are not matching their, their actions. actions, and you should also pick up on actions as well. Yeah, you know. Pick up on those actions. You'll you'll know where you stand, yeah. and don't miss out on a good thing waiting for something that will never come. Ooh, okay, that's yes. Um, okay, familial example. Respect your elders, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, no, ma'am. That, that is you. that is false, Your Honor. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I rest in my case. That's so funny. Can we have a recess? What? <laughs> Okay, culturally, though, it's such a thing. I I still hear people, I'm 26, bro. People be like, okay, but yeah, just respect your elders. Okay, but what about You be looking at the elders. Like, you respect that. No, (laughs) and the thing is, it's not saying disrespect your elders. It's just respect all humans. Like, I hear people tell my nephew, he's four years old, that are mm-hmm. rude. And I'm like, he don't, mm-mm, don't play in his right. face either. He's yeah. four, but he's a human and he deserves respect as well. So it's like, I'm not going to respect someone. And one of my family members said this, like, no, I respect who respects me. Period. So it was like, that's some of the simplest way. If you don't, re- if you don't give me no respect. Baby, we're going to go toe-to-toe every single time I see you. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I, don't, I don't care what my mom is talking about. Every single time I see you, it's going to be toe-to-toe. Just and like I will it. die on that hill. If you can't give respect, what makes you think? Because you're, cause you're older? Cause Bitch, I'm going to be 50 one day, one day too. <laughs> that ain't you ain't doing nothing special but turning 50 years old. What? <laughs> and, okay, there's a. I think there's also a misconception about being older that you're necessarily wiser. Oh. That you necessarily been doing all this oh. stuff and you got all this good advice. Oh. What if you've been doing the same mistakes for 50 years straight? It's like... <laughs> when no signs are changing. And it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm a head out. No. So, yeah. And the um, maturity aspect of it, too. A lot of people are not mature for their age or they don't act their age. Bloop. What can you do with that? Nada. Nada. But respect people who respect you. Yeah. Okay. Last one on the relationships. Ooh, this Oof. one. I'm getting chilled. I was thinking about it. Okay. Getting closure will help you heal. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know what Merv thinks about it. Help you heal with what? Merv like, said. Someone. Some, it might have been my therapist, uh, or it might have started on Twitter. It might be the same thing. But when people are going for closure, they're going to get gassed. That's why That's- they want to get closure. They yeah. want to be like, you were the most perfect partner. You did everything. I was just so stupid. <laughs> I don't deserve you. That- That's what yeah. we all want. Yes. yes. Let me tell you something. That's not going to happen. Yeah. And then, if it does happen, then you just 
you back at square one. Like, right. Oh, wait, so but, you. But he knew that I was. He knew that I was that girl. He just messed up. So like, let me just start over because he knew this time. This time he's gonna show me with his actions <laughs> that it's so true. It's like, and, did you stop being that girl or something? At some if point, someone so called like, knew you was that girl, it's like I did take that one day off <laughs> from being that girl. So your streak ended, and they was like, "Oh, I'm gonna uh, start acting up." Uh, yeah, she's not that girl no more oh, for yeah. the next twenty four hours. She's yeah. not that girl no. Like, be realistic with yourself. You, I feel like people can go get closure, but yeah. be realistic about what the hell you're looking for. I think if that, you're looking to get gas, don't go because you're not trying to heal. That's the most accurate statement ever if you're going it's one thing to get closure to close up some gaps like so what was it you was doing yeah you was out here so on that day when i thought that you was there you was actually over it that's yeah close it up like okay dang like yeah you really did me dirty like that's foul yeah it's another thing to go back and be like but you know i really cared about you right you know our love was really strong right and then if they say any little yeah i know it's like oh oh we're still in love. I'm the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we've we've had this conversation before, your partner, you're not going to be the best, the last best person your partner has. No, there's going to be gonna, plenty of great people. I think the truth is, like, they're going to find better for them, mm-hmm. and you will find better for you. Like, yes. if you're at a point where it's like, okay, we not seeing eye to eye, this not working. It's as sad as it is in that moment. There's someone you're going to see eye to eye with. Those issues that you have with that person, you're not going to have those issues with somebody else who's better for you. Yeah. Like, and you just have to be okay. I feel like after every, like, relationship, people just need to, like, reflect on what happened. Reflect on what happened. Where you potentially went wrong. Take that and go from that. Where they went wrong, you don't even need to be focused on that. That's I ain't a got good point. To do with you. That's a. I think that that's and okay. I saw this on Twitter saying that like trying to fix people is actually not helpful. It's narcissistic. Yeah, so it is. If you think about it, like, oh no, I'm I'm gonna make you this version that I see you as. Like you're only good if you're how I see uh, you. Yes. And it's like mm, that's just not them. That might just not be them, and that's okay. If they're not for you, then move around. Yeah, and then we're just kind of set in their ways too. And there, most of the times, these kind of like heavier relationships happen when we're adults. There's not a whole lot of wiggle room that happens. That's a that's a very years. good point. When you meet somebody, they're kind of okay. This is how I'm living my life. This is what I'm gonna do. And it's like, and if that doesn't work for you, then don't spend too much time there. Yeah, just like okay. And another thing, if you like have some sort of like resentment or ill will towards your previous partner you shouldn't be going to get any um closure if the sole purpose is for you to shit on them (laughs) do people be do people go back and be like let's have a conversation you remember that one time yeah you ever ever seen that one uh i saw a clip of it yeah you're saying like say somebody cheated on you and you still are pissed about it yes you shouldn't go back to them like let's let's get closure that's just you trying to make them feel guilty that's another thing that and i've learned this getting older too like there is no such making somebody feel bad about something that they did to you they know because they they knew they knew and you can tell them like that made me feel sad or that made me feel whatever it made you feel and it's like they did it and they knew 
that that wouldn't make you happy. And they did it on purpose. Literally, they made the conscious decision to do something that would hurt you. It's like letting them know it hurt you is not. They knew. It's, like you said, they don't care. People yeah, they like don't. legit People really do don't not care. care. Especially like you trying to blast them on social media. Only person that's looking like a goofy is you. You're now when people be online like, my teaching on me with this. Girl. Right. It's just like, now what are we supposed to do? <laughs> what can we possibly do to mend that relationship? You're just trying to embarrass them. That just means you're not over it. And it's okay not to be over something, but to do the actions that follow the hurt. Is kind of what speaks the loudest. Yeah. Like the cheating, people cheat. Yeah. You posting on social media, like, oh, she kind of foul for that. You know, that's how the conversation kind of turns. Yeah. Like, well, you foul, why would you post that? You know. That's. And then um, I was saying, you ever seen a hurt bay? Mm-hmm. That whole little thing that I don't they remember have. what they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, not even just them, like like exes still come, the concept still come like, together talk about and then i seen one where the girl was like your sex was bad your this was bad so it's just like so why were you what was the point of going on such then what was the point of going on such show yeah you know people don't that's hurt yeah people don't Speaking. want closure to actually heal people want closure to have a reason to go back to the person yeah these guys say the right thing at the right time one good time and like, oh, shit, we might as well just get back together yeah that's what you're looking for yeah. you're not done and that's okay it's okay not to be done but you gotta really to heal you gotta do it do it on your own that's very your partner's not gonna do that you know sometimes i for my previous partner i I mean, sometimes I'd be having dreams. I'd be cussing his ass out. You, but you still feel the hate in your heart. I do. That is. I do, and I actually did see him like last, a couple months ago. Or was did it you last feel month? The hate. I did because I was. I didn't even want to talk You're to him. Like, Ugh. I'm just sitting there, like thinking of all the, you know. Because I, the only reason why I even met up with him is because I'm like, okay, maybe he's like changed. Oh, I was so like you're that. speaking from a this. I'm keeping from a fresh perspective. I remember. Okay, I'm like, yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe he's gonna apologize and like you know just say where you went wrong. <laughs> Nigga sat in my face and did nothing of the sort. You know how mad I was, <laughs> but I had funny. to keep my cool. <laughs> That's when I, I knew right then and there. I don't. Yeah. I do not want this nigga in any way, shape, or form. But I am still so hurt, and yeah. I just gotta figure out how I'm going own. to move on because he is clearly not. is not going to help me get through this. That's that's the worst. I think that a large overarching issue is expecting that people have the same heart as us oh like okay if i did this person who i care so much about like this i would feel awful i would feel so bad and it would eat me up so he should feel the same way too right because we were both in this situation Mm -hmm. together but it's like no he doesn't care or yeah even if some people can even know that was foul and still not say a thing. It's like, well, but I mean, she knew that I could have. Like, you know, like, people will still find a way to justify it to themselves. Right. So it's just like, you can only control your heart and how you are. And if you're going to somebody looking for an apology, uh, I feel really bad about this. You're not going to get Chances are you're not going to get it. That's how you feel. And you got to, unfortunately, figure out, how can I mend this broken heart that was caused by somebody else? That's what. That's, that's so hard. All it is. That's so hard. It makes me sick. It makes me want to cry. But I'm not gonna cry. We were just talking about crying. Let him out, girl. <laughs> and I'm like, bro. It's just, it's it, child. That's what. That's why people be wanting closure because you want. You need help. You want someone. You need help. Oh my God. 
Beyonce has said this in a song. Like, it's so sick how you expect the person who hurt you to fix you. Mm. But that's really what it is. It's like, you hurt my feelings so bad. But could you just tell me that you feel really bad about it? Please, so I can go ahead and give. It's it's simply, simply not realistic. People are are horrible. And that's when 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 you talk about being an empath and, you know, no. Okay. Don't tell people that. They're going to use it against you. When you... Okay, that's an... So, even if... It's possible to be empathetic. Okay? Yeah, no, for sure. It's, like, possible to, like, okay, yeah, I feel things. And I think that a better word for me personally, there are plenty of empaths. I think I just am over-considerate. Mm. I'm like, okay, well, you explain this to me, so I understand that. So, I'm going to try and sympathize with you. Maybe that's more sympathetic than yeah. empathetic. But it's, like... Still cut that out. Don't tell nobody that that's how you think. Don't tell nobody that you're considering all the stuff that they told you. Just take what they're doing at face value. Yeah. And that's it. Because you'll be giving people passes and passes and passes and excuses. And And sometimes a lot of relationships are really only meant to be surface deep. But they get way too deep. Because people (laughs) do way too much and... (laughs) Um, expand their position in people's lives. You really can't do that. For that someone. is, ooh, you gotta, you gotta let them do that for you. That's you, a drag, darling. Being a giving person myself, I'm just like, I just want to love you. I just, whatever you're going through, it's like, let me, let, let me, oh, you. <laughs> Wait, but that's so accurate. We've had these conversations. That's accurate. That's you, how I if feel. If you care about someone, you're like, okay, just let me love on you. And sometimes people are like, I don't want to be loved on. Right. Like, I'm and then gonna, you now, now you hurt. Now, now you hurt. It's like, I'm going to stay over here with my 30 chicks who don't give me it. But some people who want I, that. Who I ain't got to talk about my feelings. You have to be. The word of this podcast is discernment. discernment. You have to have be a sense of mm-hmm. discernment in you or else you're going to consistently be screwed over. It's true. You have to know. Play your role. Okay. Yes. Figure out what your role is. Because I feel like for some people... Your default, and I'm so guilty of this. The default is if I care about you and if I want you in my space, my default is okay. Oh, I'm gonna give you the world, baby. Yeah, it's because I care about you, so I'm gonna show you that I care about you. But yeah. it's like you have to be more selfish with your love. Mm-hmm. Discernment, period. You have to be selfish with your love. Ooh. You know how we all ask at work? Let's do that. We don't <laughs> go above and beyond. We don't do that until someone shows you mm-hmm. with their actions. Until and it comes time for a promotion, they know you're being seriously considered. Until they st- and then you crank it up into overdrive. And it's not just a feeling because the looking in the eyes and the oh, right. it's not it's not just that right. feeling. It's when you know you you can you silent you can stand on that information and they've said it and their actions have showed it yeah because i think that like oh butterflies and chills like oh it feels so you know that warm fuzzy feeling yeah that don't you could be anemic <laughs> good night good night good night i thought that was stupid good night that's the end of the episode. Oh, Thank you sweet. for listening. Oh, I'm sorry. Rabbit beer boy. 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 Rabbit beer boy.
That's all. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening to this episode. Okay, some tips. Beware of unsolicited advice. Beware of just bad advice in general. <laughs> yeah. Think about the place that someone's coming from when they're giving you the advice. Yeah. Say somebody just got cheated on by their husband. They're going to be like, you probably F man, yo man cheated on you. <laughs> you know? So just think about think about that. Think I won't, I won't make it too long. We've been talking enough. So... Yeah. Yeah, that's there's some that's advice. <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad y'all enjoyed this. But yeah, Bobby. I was kidding. No. Okay, follow us on I, social media. I hope you enjoy it. Yes. Follow at us on read the room pod. Email us, read the room pod at gmail.com. We really want to answer some questions. Yeah, for real, um, yeah. Cause when we cause when we asked y'all, y'all gave us so much good content. Yeah, so like kind of feel like we bothering y'all or nothing like that. But so, yeah. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Thank you. We love y'all. And did we get to... How many followers do you have now? Almost did 200. Almost 200. Well, Tell a friend so we can get to 200 right now. Yep. And we shall see you on the next episode. Thank y'all so much to everybody that contributed to today's yes, episode. We love y'all. If you have any thoughts, please. I'm going to reiterate this. I'm sorry. I have to burp. Get the... Please email us at readtheroompod at gmail.com. And since we've made it past 10 episodes, I'm going to start doing this every single episode. Um, if you like the show, enjoy our content. Please give us a rating on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts or please Spotify. Five stars. And if it's not five stars, stars. Keep it. No, I'm just if it's not five stars, DM us so we can make it five stars. <laughs> or leave a written comment. We love the written comments too. Yeah. But yeah, we shall see y'all next episode. Love Bye. y'all so much. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.